Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Welcome, guys. This is Dale Calvert. I want to welcome you to session 281 of the MLM Success Podcast. Over the years, we have all met people who at one time gave their life, their heart, their soul to their network marketing company. They had success, but maybe not at the level that they had really hoped for. And most of the time, uh, the reason that they did not achieve their full upside potential had nothing to do with them and, and was for reasons that they absolutely had no control over. Unfortunately for this industry, many times these people leave the profession never to return again. The truth is everyone, everyone, all of us, we fall in love with our first network marketing company. And after you give the profession your heart, your soul, and your dreams start to diminish, it's really hard to come up with the determination, the focus, the belief to do it again. I mean, how many times have you heard, I just can't do it again? I just can't do it again. And I get that. I totally understand it. But they mistakenly think all network marketing team cultures and all opportunities are basically the same. And the truth is, there is nothing further from the truth. I mean, the, 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 the team culture you're involved with, within can make you or break you, period. The team culture is very, very important. And I think it's more important today than it's ever been. And if the stars don't line up for your opportunity, then you're fighting a losing battle. I mean, I have no doubt as you listen to Mr. Tony Shoup's story, you're going to be thinking of people that you've met or maybe even former team members that would really be inspired by this and need to hear it. And I hope you'll share Tony's story with them. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's really my pleasure to introduce a fellow Kentuckian uh, from Mount Sterling, Kentucky, Mr. Tony Shoup. Hey, guys, it's a pleasure to introduce to you uh, a fellow Kentuckian, Tony Shoup. Uh, Tony, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks, Dale, for having me. Thank you. I appreciate you being here. Let's just start off. Tell people about your your background, how you got started years ago in network marketing, then got out, or whatever you want to share. I just want to. I want people to hear your story. So, whatever you feel comfortable sharing. Well, man, I appreciate it. I really do. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to to share, and I I pray that somebody gets something from this. Really do. Uh, I uh, again, my name's Tony Shoup. I'm a uh, I'm from a little town in Kentucky, Mount Sterling, about 30 miles east of Lexington, and uh, grew up here. Uh, and one thing, if I got to say this, Dale, I, 
one thing positive about me growing up is I gave everything at 110%. And the problem was I even gave the bad stuff 110%. <laughs> so, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think they, they tell you a lot, uh, you know, you tell your kids, uh, don't hang around the wrong people. And you are who you hang around. Well, I kind of grew up in a, in a bad atmosphere around the wrong crowd. And uh, I was obliged to join right in with whatever was going on. But I, um, somehow through my childhood, I got and graduated college. And uh, after I graduated college in the electronics field, I got a job. Uh, I'd been at uh, Lexmart, actually in Lexington. It's right across from... Uh, uh, right across from IBM off New Circle Road, and I was a uh, head of maintenance, and I was kind of excited about it, but I just, I don't know. I, I, I went to college to something, and I wasn't sure that I wanted to do that the rest of my life, but about a month into that job, I ended up having a really bad car accident, really bad car accident. Uh, they found me at 3 o'clock in the morning, um, and, and no vital signs. I was dead. Um, they, the guy that owned the farm was a, was a doctor, uh, and he, he had, uh, they had, the paramedics had already called a coroner and the doctor, uh, uh, told the paramedics to get me out of the car and they, they peeled me out of the car. They got me on the ground, uh, and they shot 9,000 cc's of IV fluid into my chest and they got my heart started back. Well, they airlifted me to uh, to the UK hospital, uh, and when I got there, uh, they it had broke my neck in two places, it had broke my back, it had crushed my entire face. I had reconstructive surgery, crushed my pelvis. They were going to amputate my leg. Uh, the blood clots in my brain. My mother said my head looked like a watermelon laying on its side. Uh, they didn't look for me to make it. Um, I spent about eight months in a rehabilitation center in Lexington, it's Cardinal Hill. Eight uh, months? And during, eight months. Eight months. And um, I was in between the head injury unit and the spinal cord injury unit because they didn't know whether I'd walk again. I was paralyzed on my left side. Uh, my eyes, it cut my eyelid off on one side and they had my eyes stitched together. Uh, and they were able to save my leg. And the, the break in my neck was called a hangman's break. It's where it snaps the skull off the top of your spine. Uh, and at that point in time, they didn't, uh, hadn't had many people live from it. So they redesigned a brace for my head and, one thing led to another, Dale. I, I, uh, I, I mean, the, the counseling, they didn't know if my mind was there. Uh, the stuff I went through was just was just crazy. And uh, one day I was in, that ho- in the hospital, and one of the nurses was, was leaning over me, and she was asking me questions like, well, a car is, uh, a bird is to a birdhouse like a car is to a, you know, a garage. And I was getting so mad because I couldn't talk. They had my mouth wired together and I was just eating direct liquids. And, uh, and the lady was asking me this question. I was getting so mad. I was so frustrated. And I, 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 threw, I, threw, I threw the bedpan on the floor 
and the lady left the room and my mother got over my face and she leaned down right my face and she looked at me and she said, Tony, are you sure you're okay? And this overwhelming feeling came over me because at that point in time, I didn't know if I was. I didn't know if maybe there was something wrong with me and I didn't realize it. And I prayed, Lord, if you let me get out of this, I'm going to completely change who I am and what I'm about. And things started coming back. My my uh, feelings started coming back in my left side. Uh, the blood clots in my brain started going away. I got relief in my leg. Uh, they they rebuilt it, restructured it. Uh, my neck started healing. Uh, uh, over time, uh, I got out of that place, but I was still in really bad shape. I, I was in a wheelchair. Uh, my parents had built a house uh, with a basement designed to actually keep me in case I had to stay with them for the rest of my life because they didn't know. But I started recovering, and uh, as they let me out of the hospital, uh, I, had, I was staying in that basement of that house. And we had uh, we had talked about me getting back into the workforce. I got where I was on crutches. I was barely starting to walk again. Uh, and there was a factory in town, and I I dreaded this more than anything. They had just opened up, and they were hiring. And I had applied and got a job there. Well, I hadn't really started yet, and I was just iffy. I was like, "What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do?" And one night. About, oh my gosh, it was two or three o'clock in the morning. And I think everybody's heard this. When the student's ready, the teacher will appear. And uh, about three o'clock in the morning, this infomercial popped on. And uh, it was you. And um, you were talking about, I don't know, just the success that average people had had in this company and the things that they'd overcome and families and uh, and just stuff that this that, that had happened for them. And it just, it hit me. I'm going to call this phone number and see what this is about. Because it would be awesome if I could find something to do out of my house. So I called the phone number and, and I guess obviously I got a, a letter and I got a cassette tape. And uh, my stepdad at the time, uh, Roy, he he uh, he brought the mail down to me, and I put this tape in, and I started listening to this cassette tape. It was you, and the things you started saying, everything you said. I mean, I, I you know, a lot of people say when they're hearing something, a paradigm shift happens, and a light comes on. Uh, everything you started saying struck home with me and I almost burst out into tears because I had never heard someone talk like that. I'd never heard somebody speak and say things that you were saying, the good, the clean, the good, the positive, and the possibilities of what we're all capable of doing. 
And I, I was so overwhelmed by the tape. I got my, my dad to pop it in and we, we decided we were going to go to a meeting <laughs> in Lexington. And, uh, we did. And one thing led to another and we got involved, um, with the company. And, uh, when I got involved with the company, one of the things that obviously you know, but they we had a tape of the month. Um, I would actually, uh, you know, you told me, and one of the things you said and something that intrigued me that you know you talked about working at IBM, and uh, you heard uh, Zig say from those tapes, you know, you are you are where you are in life because of what's going in your mind. And the only way to change where you are in life is to change what goes in your mind. And I was determined to change who I was, what I was about. And, uh, buddy, if if you did it, I did it. If you, if you, I started listening to the tapes. I started reading the books. I went to every meeting within driving distance just to change who I was, to work on myself personally. And guys, day after day, week after week, I started complete. It, it changed me from the inside out to the point where people were coming up to me as a kid and asking me for advice on certain things, like maybe stuff in their marriage, stuff with their kids. I mean, I'm a kid myself. I've never had anybody do that. And and the deal was I knew something was different because people saw that change in me. Um so I, I, I listened to the tapes like you, man. I, every single night at this factory in town, it was a third shift job. I've never worked third shift before. I would listen to those tapes day in, day out. I mean, every single day uh, that I was working, I was listening to tapes when I was off. And I did exactly what I was told to do. And, you know, one of the things that we talk about is developing that belief. You know, we developed a belief in the product. We developed a belief in the company, the industry. But most importantly, you develop that belief in yourself. And I knew that was most important for me. And I had to get that. If I got that part, everything else would fall in place. So I jumped in uh, within about eight months after I started. I'd got my checkup. I wasn't making a lot of money yet, but I was dedicated to go in and sit down at this job in front of my boss and tell him I couldn't afford to work for him anymore. So I was, I was waiting. It wasn't going to take much money because I was still living with my parents. So when I got to about $1,500 a month, I said, that's it. I'm done. So I walked, I walked in. I had a little resignation letter and, uh, I planned it just like we, you know, I heard people, heard people do it. And I walked in and I, I left my job. And the next morning, one of the things I had planned and it was a goal of mine is, uh, I got up at six o'clock in the morning that next morning, uh, and I drove down to the local Jerry's and I had coffee with all the retired guys. <laughs> that was a, that was something I wanted to do. And uh, I went in and I had coffee with them. And uh, from that point on, man, I, I pushed myself. I I, uh, 
I started uh, I, I started traveling. I started speaking at different meetings. I started uh, going all over, and uh, I'm telling you, it 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 your teachings completely changed my life. I uh, I got uh, went on with the company for I guess what three four years, and then uh, uh, when the company when when things started changing and I, I I was looking to do something else I was thinking you know I'm going to get back in I guess the corporate world because I think everybody feels the same about the very first company they were part of in the industry you you just you dedicate everything you've got to it and when things things you know if you feel like you got to change or move on it's tough and uh, mm-hmm. I I had decided honestly that i was not going to do do it anymore um i I was going to continue to work on myself through your teachings and and i was going to continue to move forward maybe into the corporate world so uh but i didn't know where or what and uh i got there was an ad for a uh, for an installer for a uh, security company in lexington and I said, you know what? I'm going to continue doing network marketing here, uh, but I'm going to step over into this side of it just in case. And uh, I jumped over into uh, this company and I started installing security systems. Well, one day, this is this is just how things work because I think everything happens for a reason. The guy that was running the office at the time came to me and he said, you know what? I met someone that knows you today. And I said, well, who? And he goes, well, his name is Ben Calvert. Huh. And he said, uh, he said, uh, and that's your dad, obviously. Yeah. He said, uh, he said, uh, I met Ben Calvert and he said that you do sales trainings. And I said, well, man, I, yeah, I, I do do some of that. And he said, well, I, I'd like you to do one for me. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, I'm not interested in selling for you. I'm going to continue doing install stuff but he said no no i'm not asking you to sell for me he said i want you to come in like you're a guest speaker for our sales team with 17 people and he said i want you to do a training for me he said well act like you're from corporate i said okay whatever i said i'll i'll come in and and help you out so i i dressed up and put a suit on and i came in as a guest speaker and i did a training for these guys and i did a, a training uh, the secret of network marketing success, something I've listened to a million times by you. And I just basically took network marketing out and put security. <laughs> and there you go. So, so uh, I did it. And it just so happens that there was a national sales team member there that saw the training. And about two weeks later, I get a phone call. And they said, they wanted to meet with me and my wife in Lexington and talk to me about something. So I went and they offered me a regional, regional, uh, regional manager, uh, for, for the central Kentucky area. And I was going to have three offices Well, we prayed about it. We talked about it and we ended up deciding to do it. Okay. And, now let's just stop, stop there for a second. Cause I want to make right. sure people understand. You know, you were in network marketing, you got the training, personal development, uh, things kind of went south. Uh, 
I started another company and you're looking for, you know, full-time job, which I've been there too. I, when I was Shackley, I ended up going into the insurance business, as you know. Right. But, but, so this guy heard from my dad that Tony's right. a good public speaker, does sales training. And you're you're installing these things. You're not in this, on the sales team. You're just you're out there using some of your background and experience, probably through college, your training, right. and installing security systems. Right. And this guy hears that you're a good sales trainer, speaker, and asks you to come in like you're <laughs> come in, do a talk. You do a talk, you take a talk you've heard a thousand times, take out network marketing, put in security. <laughs> the guy hears you talk, and then two weeks later, he's wanting to meet with you and your wife, and he's offering you an opportunity <laughs> where you can r- operate three offices. Is that what's happened? Right. right. Okay. Yeah. All right, I just wanted it- to make sure people understood that. Just continue, man. Continue. <laughs> right, right. Well, I told uh I, you know, I got in, we, we started, uh, I had an office in Lexington. I have an office in Louisville. I had an office in Berea and, um, I had 17 salespeople in my Lexington office. I had, um, um, I'm trying to think eight in Louisville and just four or five in, in Berea. I had an uh, office in Berea, four people down there in sales team and then we had installed departments in Lexington, Louisville and, and, and uh, Berea as well. Um, we actually, when we first stepped into it, um, they were doing several competitions, obviously like sales teams do. And one of the things they were doing is uh, based on sales, they were doing trips. Uh, you could get all expense paid vac- vacations basically. And, um, so what we did when I first got in there, I took, uh, and I said, you know what, I'm going to put a manual together. So I stepped out and I took a manual and I just like, uh, we had our little yellow manual with the company, Dale, and I pretty much plagiarized, (laughs) and I pretty much plagiarized everything that I'd been taught. Uh, I put a unified duplicatable system together for that team. Uh, and I basically trained it. We did two weekly trainings a week. Uh, they moved our office from a small strip mall to one of the biggest offices in the actual company uh, in Lexington off Man of War. I had a three-story office, and my rent actually for that office was probably more than any office in the company at the time. Um, they had belief in us because our numbers went from minute to actually one of the top selling offices in the United States at the time. We were we were teaching and preaching the same thing to all of our offices and they could not figure out what we were doing. Yes, sir. Uh, Been there. We, we would say the same thing, we did the same thing, we talked the talk. And um it was amazing. It completely changed how that company did business. Uh and we went to the top of the charts. So they were uh, uh, they were actually doing uh, a, comp- a competition, not just for sales training. They wanted us to decorate our office to look like Jackson Hole, Wyoming. 
I know this is crazy. So we we went through and decorated our office, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And I went and uh, I knew your brother at the time had a taxidermy business. So I went and uh, asked, I called Wade and I asked him, can I borrow some of your animals? <laughs> and, and, and Wade said, sure. I told him what I was doing. So I drove a van over to Georgetown and I picked up every deer head and raccoon that Wade had in his, in his shop. And <laughs> I decorated our office and uh, went around and did a video and I sent it in. And we won a trip to Jackson Hole. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know it. And, uh, so, uh, when we got to Jackson Hole, we got off the plane, they gave us, uh, an envelope full of cash. And, uh, I'm telling you, we absolutely, uh, changed the way that company did business. And I'm just based on the truths, uh, the wisdom, the ages, principles, the unified duplicatable system that you taught me, I applied it to everyday corporate America and it worked. It worked. I, 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 I went from there to doing a, a several other bit. Everything I did from that point on was in, it, uh, encircled around the, the principles and teachings that, that you taught me. And Dale, it completely changed my life. It completely changed the direction and course of my life. I knew and believed in my heart. I knew and believed in my heart. We are all the sum total of what we tell ourselves. You know what? And yep. to be to be honest, I think until you deal with where you are, you'll never be able to get where you want to go in life. And I'd come to that point, you know. I came to the point we never want to ask ourselves difficult questions. And then when we do, we don't want to answer them truthfully. That's right. And I've came to, yeah, and I came to the point in my life where that was the direction I was going to go no matter what I was involved with. And I knew I developed that belief of myself where it didn't matter what I did. I'd be successful. I could make it work. Um so I've been, I was in corporate America for, you know, it's been 20, 20 plus years and I've done well. Uh, since then I met my, my wife. I've got three beautiful daughters. Now uh, tell, tell, big... tell them that story on how you met your wife. Okay. Cause I think my mom had something to do with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting I, here uh, thinking and it's like my dad helped you with the speaking. My brother got you some deer head. <laughs> And my mom, I know this story that you, but share that real with people quickly. Okay, I told uh, I was we were at a conference in Lexington. Uh, it was one of the conferences with the company, and uh, I was just, you know, I was lost. I didn't know what I was going to do, and I told uh, after the conference, your sister Christy was there, and she was with your mom, and I went up to Christy and I said, Christy, do you still go to that little church? out on Grassy Lake Road here in here in Mount Sterling. And she said, yes, because your sister lives here in town. And, uh, uh, and just just for the record, because for people who live the podcast, listen to the podcast, my brother-in-law, Christy's husband, I had him on a podcast with the new book that he's written, uh, Simplified Success. So 
just as a reference right. point for those listening. Okay, continue on, Tony. Sure, sure. Yeah, and uh, so right after that conference, I went up to Christy and I asked her if she still went to that church, and she said, yes, I do. And I said, well, you know what? I would love to go to your church sometime. And your mom spoke up, and she said, yes, Tony, that would be a great idea. You have got to go to that church. You've got to go to that church. And uh, so I I did. I, I went in, to church that following Sunday. Uh, and there at that church, uh, within a week, I met my wife. And, um, within, we, we, we knew it was real. We knew it was right. And within probably three months of that church visit, I didn't get, I had got engaged to her. Um, awesome. we've been married. Yeah. We, we, We've been married ever since. Uh, we've got three beautiful daughters. Um, you know, things happen for a reason. And my, my entire, my entire life changed directions that night when I saw that infomercial. Um, my, my kids, my wife, my career, who I am as a person. Everything changed that night. Um, so I, uh, we've been, we've been in corporate America for 20 plus years and, uh, you know, we've, I've not, I've not spoke to you probably since then, but about, I think about two years ago, I was going through YouTubes and I saw a video of you and I started watching videos and clips and I was getting so excited and so fired up listening to some of your trainings that I thought, my gracious sakes, I want him to know what he's done for me and my family. So I sent you an email out of the blue. This has been a few, a couple of years ago. And I said, Dale, I know this is kind of silly, but I just want you to know the effect that you've had on so many people's lives and what you've done for me and my family. And, uh, I just felt compelled to do that. And, uh, from that point on, I think, you know, we've touched base here and there, but, um, uh, what was it about, uh, a little over a year ago? Uh, I get a call from you, a text from you, and, uh, we reconnected. And, uh, to be honest, it's probably the best thing that's ever happened in my life. And, you know, we all, we all, go through things in life and we all come to different conclusions but i'm gonna tell you things will happen when you're ready for it and i was ready i was ready for a change i knew the path that i was going down was not taking me where i wanted to go in reality and all those dreams started coming back of what the industry provided for the average joe and i was an average joe and I just, man, I I want to thank you for everything you've done for me and my family. And I, I just, I really do appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come in and speak today. I mean, it's it's such a treasure to, and I I I, I pray that people can hear this and uh, you know it can maybe open up the possibilities of what they could do personally. I, I know that uh, 
I know that you and your family and everything that's happened to me in my life, it's just, uh, it's amazing. I just, you know, I would tell anybody out there to the I own self be true. Okay, I own you self know, be true. Yeah, that's right. That's so, so, so important. And there's just a couple of things like, you know, if I was listening to this, I would think, well, so when, when, when you were in New Image, I mean, to me, and again, we're, cl- you and I are closer now than, than when, when you were with us in New Image. Right. But, but I think, you know, at this, I think we're, our, our friendship is just, in my opinion, in many ways, is just now really starting. Right. Because, you know, we were, I mean, that was a, you know, we had 60,000 distributors. And, right. you know, I, I didn't, I didn't know everybody personally or whatever. But, but how important is being in the right See I, I, the right culture because and one other thing is you as you think about that the right culture and the and the real important question that I know that I want other people to understand I mean you were with me for four or five years then you you got involved in more traditional corporate America sales management and was successful in everything you were ever in using unified duplicatable systems. And you never joined another company during that time until we no. reconnected here. So why did you never join another company, and how important is it to be with the right culture? You know, I think I think uh, <clears throat> I was approached. I mean, I've been talked to. Uh, I, there's no telling how many people has came to me over the years wanting me to get involved. And different companies, right? Different, different companies, different yeah. opportunities, um, and you know, you you just know in your heart when somebody is shooting you straight, and you personally, this is you personally, you, I knew that you were. Um, the type of leader, the type of uh, individual that I believed, that I knew was told the truth, spoke the truth. You told people what they needed to hear, not what they wanted to hear. Uh, some people uh, in the industry, and I think this is true and everybody else, they'll tell you exactly what you want to hear to get you involved to sell whatever they're selling. And they're more interested in themselves than you. And I, I truly felt, you know, if you help enough other people get what they want, you will get what you want. And that's something you taught us for years. And I knew in my heart that you and the leadership that you surrounded you, yourself with were value-focused. And you really wanted other people to succeed in their life. It wasn't about the money. It was about the change. It was about what an individual could do for themselves and their family. And that culture was something that I, I'd never, you know, I, I got approached by tons of people that was interested in more or less their pocketbook than than me personally and my family. And even though we weren't directly connected, even in their image at the time that you knew of, 
I, I knew in my heart that you were the type of person that I wanted to be around. If I was going to be involved in this industry ever again, it was going to have to be you personally, you personally, that saw an opportunity and wanted to share it with me. And I, to be honest, I wouldn't be involved today if it hadn't been you talking to me. Uh, I, wow. wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have been involved. It didn't matter what somebody said. It, it had to be you personally. So wow. I, the culture, yeah, the culture is everything. I mean, I think the the, the family atmosphere that we build, uh, that you build, um, the, 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 the 27 percenters, mm-hmm. uh, people that are, that, that, that have the, the desire to work hard towards something, um, that, that have the desire to improve themselves, to get better. That, that, that is what I wanted to be. Um, I knew I, that was me. I fell in that category from day one. I wasn't a three percenter, uh, but I knew I wasn't a 70 percenter. Because I had that uh, desire to improve myself, and it's it's kind of like you know you you say a lot you know um, money's like an elusive rabbit. Those that chase it will never get it, but those that work on personal development and the person that they're becoming, they will always always achieve success. The money flows and to them. Money flows to you. They can't and keep I'm tell- them away because the world pays for leadership. World put, and, 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 and if I could tell anybody anything, when, when you become the right type of person, when you dedicate yourself to working on the t- person that you're becoming, things will come to you. Money, opportunity, the right people will show their faces. They come to you. And it's, and it's amazing. I, I can't, ex- it's until you've experienced it. It's hard to understand it, but it's, but when it's the right people too, Tony. It's people that it. I mean, when you look at our team, I mean, you know, today, today through uh, iHub, you look right. at our team. It's a bunch of Tony shoots. <laughs> right, right. You know. Yep. I mean, it really yep. is. It's a. It's an awesome group of people. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, and they're, they're, they're all willing to help each other and they're, it's not about just them. It's about, it's about helping the person next to them. And it's, uh, that part is just not found in the industry. It's really not. Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing about it is they know what they're doing right. <laughs> because of unified systems. Correct. You know, that's what, and that's, that's not anywhere in the industry. No, it's, it's not the best person for themselves. Yeah. And it's yeah. not truly, people say, like you say, people say that there's, they have a duplicatable system because they know that's the right word, but they really don't have it. I mean, you, you know, it's something you, you teach what to say, you teach what to do, uh, you don't change it. You don't try to reinvent the wheel. You know, it's kind of like, uh, uh, I mean, my gracious, paste and copy. <laughs> I mean, but here, here's what you need to send out. Here's what you need to say if they reply. I mean, 
it doesn't get much easier than that. It's just, uh, I think, uh, as human nature, we just want to fight against that sometimes. But it's, it's, it's finding the faith just to follow it, just to do what works and, and reap the reward, right? Reap the reward. That's it. That's it. You know, right. some people would rather be creative than wealthy. Gosh, that's so true. That's it so is. True. It is. Well, man, this has been awesome. Uh, is there, is there anything you want to end this with? If somebody wants to get a hold of you, how's the best way to do that? Uh, but anything else you need to add at all right now? Well, I, how we like to end tell, this? I would like to, I would like to tell you this. The quality of one's life is in direct proportion to the quality of questions we ask ourselves and then answer them again. I say this again truthfully. Um, I'm going to tell you this, guys. I don't know where you're at in your life. I don't know what you're going through. If it's financial struggles, if it's personal struggles you're going through, because we all go through struggles. Nobody's immune to struggle. But I can tell you this. If you want to get involved on a team and you want to get involved with a group of people where the culture basically is so value-focused, where we're wanting you to succeed in your life, if you want to be part of a family group where you can really reach uh, your full upside potential, Guys, I, I can tell you this, Dale Calvert and this team is a place to be. Um, jump on board with us. Um, you can get in touch with me any point in time, day or night. You can, you can uh, send me an email at tonyshoop at gmail.com. That's T-O-N-Y-S-H-O-U-P-E at gmail.com. Or you can even give me a call on my phone, 859 859- Five eight five three four two nine. I'd love to talk to you and share with you a little bit more about what we're doing. But I can tell you this: you will not regret. You will not regret this, Dale. I appreciate you having me. I really do. Man, it, it's it's been a pleasure. I so look forward to the next five years. Me too. You know, I think it's just going to be an absolute blast. And uh, I I, I treasure the fact that we get to spend some time together now i know we're planning a, a meetup for our team in lexington coming up soon i might put some information about that depending on when this podcast is is released if it's not over yet but uh guys i hope you enjoy tony and you can find tony shoop on facebook too tony shoop mount sterling kentucky if they want to connect with you there that would be okay wouldn't it yes sir yes sir right. that'd be great all right, buddy. Thank you. Let's go shoot. The Wildcats are getting ready to tip off, so let's go. Hey, <laughs> man, let's do it. Let's go Thank cheer you, on the Wildcats. All right, see you, man. Talk to you soon. See you, bro. Oh, I hope you enjoyed that. I certainly did. I'm so glad I took the time and, and Tony took the time to share that with us. Uh, I knew a lot of the story, but I didn't know all of it, and I didn't understand. He was basically, you know, what do you want to say, raised from the dead. Uh, what a story. And if you're listening to this podcast around the time that it originally drops, I just want to let you know that myself and Tony and others are going to be in Lexington, Kentucky on Monday, March 21st at 7 o'clock. 
We're meeting with a couple of our iHub Global team members and maybe a couple more of entrepreneurs that I've worked with over the, the years. Uh, and if you're a listener to this podcast, you're invited. If you'd like to attend, uh, I need you to send me an email at dale at cmgcrypto.com uh, so I can get you on the list. We're hoping to have, you know, 10, 15 maybe even 20 people there. Uh, it's going to be real informal. We're securing a room in a restaurant. Uh, we're just going to hang out for a couple hours, have a meal. Uh, and again, this is an, a great opportunity for you to meet some awesome entrepreneurial spirited people like Tony Shoup. Uh, so if you'd like to attend, I'm inviting you, uh, but definitely send me the email because we got to have some type of count for the restaurant. And I will send you an email back letting you know exactly what restaurant. And we will be, we will be meeting at seven o'clock for dinner and then we'll hang out for a couple hours after dinner, uh, 7 p.m. March 21st. One more thing for you to think about before I let you go. Uh, this is the lesson probably for this week. I mean, Tony just like, was not was dropping knowledge bombs all over us but here's here's the lesson here's what i want you to think about a few people are like tony i mean they leave the network marketing profession and they leave a better person than when they arrived and they go on and move forward and and achieve many successes in their life and the examples of this are endless you know i've talked about these type of people many times on this podcast Others, you know, they leave their first company and then at the best, you know, they sput and sput around the profession for years. But even worse, most leave bitter, angry, feeling like a victim and determined to never join network marketing again. You know, we've all seen and heard that. And we've seen both categories of people. It's pretty evident. And I've always shared with people Give us one year of your life. Get plugged in and the team culture, uh, the, the environment, the personal development focus will have a tremendous positive impact on your life in ways it's really hard for me to even try to communicate. It's something that you have to experience, but we have many, many, many people on our team that have had that experience. So what's the difference? Why do some leave their company bitter and mad or at the very best sputtering along from company to company and others leave thankful and better people who move forward and accomplish great things in other areas of their life? And for many years, uh, I've been very vocal about for the fact that how sad it is to me that when good people enter this profession and they get involved with the wrong MLM team cultures, they get totally terrible direction, improper direction from people with leadership titles or those that they perceive to be network marketing gurus who've never even really built teams. They get misinformation like, you know, you have to join this lead direct program by leads. Uh, you, you know, you have to set up a blog if you want to 
be perceived to be a network marketing professional. Uh, you got to learn how to become an attraction marketer because people do business with those that they know, like, and trust. And you have to make fake friendships with everybody that you can or whatever, uh, whatever, whatever other destructive cultures are being propagated and have been propagated throughout this industry for years. And they never master the basics of team building because they have uplines and companies that are introducing new uh, speakers that contradict each other all the time, introducing new foo-foo dust philosophies. There's no unity. Uh, there's, there, it's just ridiculous. Um, and, and everything that they do distracts people. And especially those that are trying to learn and master the core fundamentals that actually build teams in the real world. The industry today has fallen to a state of delusion. The idea that network marketing is a personal development program with a compensation plan attached. It gives you the opportunity to to learn wisdom of the ages, concepts, principles, ideas, and then apply those principles to a opportunity that provides you unlimited upside income potential. And the whole concept of personal development program with a compensation plan attached is so far removed from the fake it till you make it attraction marketing social club world that this profession has become today. And to me, it's just beyond sad. Every year I realize more and more how important team culture is. I believe the team culture is probably today the most important overall factor of success in this profession in 2022. It's not the only thing, but it's very important. And that is if you want to give yourself a fighting chance at living your network marketing dream, whatever that means for you. And will, will, will those that get plugged in, I would ask you this question. Those people that you join, that join your team right now and they get plugged in to your existing team culture. And for whatever reason, you know, a year, two years down the road, they leave. Are they going to leave bitter? Are better. Will they leave bitter or better? And and look at your upline. Look at your sideline. Look at the people you hang with, hang out with on a on a weekly basis. Uh, and I'm talking about. Don't misunderstand. I'm talking about those that are really plugged in and working. Are those people growing and progressing and moving forward? Or are they just hanging out online with the social club? I'm talking about those that are consistently working, guys. So don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Are they the ones that are working? Are they growing? Are they, is their business moving forward and progressing? And as I talked about last week on last week's session, onboarding new members is something that I personally have to continue to refine and, and spend a lot of thought with. And probably you do as well. Because that needs to be refined and, and taken up a notch or two in this profession. Because I, I get the fact that if people never get plugged in, they never get engaged and active, uh, there's no shot that they're going to give us a year so we can help them change their life. It's not going to happen for them. 
You know, it's like get plugged in, give us a year, it'll change your life. And and I believe that, always have believed it, always will believe it. However, some people spend year after year and they're plugged in, but they're plugged in with the wrong team cultures. And when they leave, they're not better. They're bitter. And if you've been around this profession any time at all, you see this. You see examples around you daily. So I want to categorize this into four types of people that I hope it will help you kind of solidify this in your mind. But there's four types of people that that join and leave network marketing organizations. Number one, you know, those that have never really fully plugged in ever, ever. And there's people been around this profession for many years. And what's really cool for me, it's like, Sometimes I will run across people who may have been around six, seven, eight years. They get the vision for the financial independence, the passive income that can be developed with this profession, but they never really get plugged in because so much of what their quote-unquote leader is teaching is just not congruent with how they know the real world and real business is. And when they find our team and they find our culture and what we do and how we do it, it's like they get it. And and then they get plugged in. And and it's cool when that happens. It's really cool when that happens, when you have logical, good people who can think for themselves, uh, hear wisdom of the ages principles and understand how those principles apply to building a network marketing team. Things start clicking for them. So but I would ask you, uh, those that plug into the wrong, uh, so the first is they never really get plugged in. The second type is those who plug into the wrong cultures with the wrong companies at the wrong time in history and leave bitter. And that's been an issue going back for many, many, many years with many different people. Uh, you can tell a lot of times what culture people came out of. What culture? And I've given examples in this podcast before about the Bill Gould culture. And, uh, again, I'm not going to go down that road today. Uh, then you have people that plug into the right team culture, the right team culture, and then they go on to achieve great success in other areas of their life, like Tony, like Tony Shoup. Or you have those that get involved with the right team culture at the right time in history with the right company, and then those people move forward and create the dream lifestyle most people enter the profession to begin with. Now, don't miss what I just said. Really think about this because it's real important if you want to really achieve your full upside potential and stack the odds for success in your favor because the examples you can see for yourself are everywhere. I mean, you know a lot of people that I don't know, but I can tell you they're going to fall into one of the people that come and leave this profession fall into one of these four types of categories. Number one, again, just to review, they never get plugged in. Number two, they plug in, but they plug into the wrong cultures with the wrong companies at the wrong time in history. And these people, many of them leave very bitter. Number three, are those that get plugged in with the right team cultures, but maybe, you know, not the right companies at the right time for whatever reason. Or things shift or change, but they get involved with the right team, the right team cultures, 
And then they go on and achieve great success in other areas of life, like Tony. That's the third type. And then the fourth type are those that get involved with the right team cultures, the right team cultures at the right time in history with the right company. And when that happens and they go to work, they move forward and create a dream lifestyle that most people enter the profession with to begin with. Those are the four scenarios, guys. Look in your own life, your own history. Look at the people around you, people that you've seen and worked with in the past. They're going to fall into one of those four categories. And if that's you, if that's you and you're really, really looking to be with the right team culture, the right company, right time in history, and that's something that, man, that that makes sense for me, then contact Tony Shoup or the CMG iHub Global team member that shared this podcast session with you because we believe the stars have lined up and that we sincerely have what everybody's looking for. For some of you listening, for some of you listening, you've just been a kind of sputting, sputtering maybe for years in this profession. I would tell you it's time to build again. It's time to build again. Thank you so much, Tony, for being a guest on this session. This is Dale Calvert. I look forward to meeting some of you maybe uh, in Lexington, Kentucky on the 21st. And I will speaking to all of you next week on another session of the MOM Success Podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.